It's, um, what day is it today, Chris? 15th, I think. <laughs> Today's my wedding anniversary. No, I've been no. married for 19 really? years. Yes, to the vikingo. Your yeah, friend the vikingo. Gas is sharing, he's got the same birthday as you. 21st November. There you Special are. Special guy. Special guy. So, um, yeah, it's really great to have you here at home. Uh, it's taken me a while to get you here. It's taken me a while. Eh? Taken me a while. I think you've just finished training and um, I appreciate that you've come. So, yeah, Chris Montegrifo, a boxing champion, boxing superhero really because <laughs> because I started boxing did not realizing that I was actually not helping my back situation but I, I loved every minute of being there and um, the funny thing is Chris that when I because Davinia was the one who yeah. started boxing and said you've got you've got to come you've got to come you really enjoy it I did really enjoy it but the only thing I didn't enjoy was all the flamenco that's true yeah <laughs> it's not for everyone it's not very no, not that I didn't enjoy it. It's not my thing. Yeah. But Atita Wutal Flamenco. Hey, not everyone can train to that type of music, but that's the thing. Y yo pensaba este hombre, y yo claro, I I I'm quite in your face and I didn't ha yeah. I didn't mind saying <laughs> to you. Spoke their hey, mind. Yeah. Chris, do you mind just putting something a little yes. bit more? Eso because yeah. You know, training to el, what's it called? El Fari, you know? El, el camarón. Y el todo, camarón de la isla. Heavy, el camarón, yeah. I do know who they are, no me? So what, why your love for flamenco? To be honest with you, it's something that's always been played in in my house or in my grandparents' house during Christmas, like most Gibraltarians. Mm -hmm. But my admiration towards that genre of music has to go to Damien Sanchez Sr. Okay. Que me lo ponía en el taxi de Chico, mi mi familia taxista. I would jump on from taxi to taxi. My granddad, my father, my uncle, Damien, who's basically family. Yeah. And I started listening to it very, very young. And <clears throat> I think, I don't know if I can share this with a lot of people, but when you listen, when you're sad, you listen to sad music. When you're happy, you listen to happy music. And flamenco is very deep. For you? De muerte, de, de cuerno y de cosas así. Not that I yeah. share okay. those <laughs> values, but... Um, and not that you're going to tell me not, about it not, here no, tell and everybody anyway, else. It's just music that I like to hear yeah, and it's, it's like a story in every song, so... Okay. Yeah. So look, I want to start at the beginning. I've done it with all my guests. We yeah. started at a point, uh, kind of the beginning. I don't know much about your childhood, but um, I know that you're very close to your family. Mm -hmm. you, you, from your posts on Facebook and on Instagram that I follow, yeah. um, you now have a beautiful little girl. That's your life. Yeah. And so, but you obviously come from a, a big family or yeah. tell so me a bit I, about um, everybody. My father is uh, one, two, three. My father's a brother of four. So two, two boys, two girls, and my mother's just, well, my late mother was her and her younger brother. And me, it's just me and my brother, but we've always been very family orientated. I've got a lot of cousins, which I've been very, very close to. Cousin Stefan's like my, my brother, basically my older brother. So we've always been very, very close. Okay. And, and growing up in Jib, fun. Yeah. You were always a bit of a wild child. Bueno, I've always been very well behaved. Either. Ah, yeah? See, well, I would never have said not, that, eh? Or not being caught at the things that I was ah, meant to do wrong. That's, that's a better my... place to put it. And so, el otro día, talking to Mikey, he said the same thing. Hey, You're very lenient. That's medio. it, that's it, yeah. So, so you were never caught? I was never caught doing what I wasn't meant to do. So put it that way. But okay. yeah, very, very close family. And and you got on, you get on well with your dad when you're with your mom and dad? Yeah. Mom. So my dad and myself is a love-hate relationship because we're exactly the same. <laughs> okay. Exactly I get, the same. I understand that. So the way we think... To the way we speak, the way we walk, exactly the same. Those who know him and know me can tell from a mile away that he's my dad. So no question to the milkman. <laughs> okay. But um, 
And you get on well with your dad, obviously. Yeah, and I, I even do. now that your mom isn't here, yeah. are you closer with your dad, yeah, maybe? Much, well, I wouldn't say much closer, but I think naturally you just spend more time with him. With him. So but does yeah. he is he a boxer as well? He was. Okay. He was. Now he can't. If he punched the bag, he had to spend a week in the ITU. But uh, <laughs> he used to box, and that's where my love for the sport came through, through uh, him and my uncle. Tell me, what about school? How was school for you? I didn't like it, but I knew that it was what I needed to get to the next stage in life. So I didn't mind doing my GCSEs, uh, A-levels. I was thinking I wanted to get a job because mm-hmm. I've always hung around with people who are much older than me. Okay. So when I was 14, 15, my friends back then were already working and earning their own money. And uh, even uh, though here in Gibraltar you're well looked after by your parents, I already wanted to do my own thing. So by that age, I was already thinking que no tenía mucha ganas en la escuela. Right, and what age did you leave? Is it the G- no, no, I stayed. I stayed oh, through my stay. levels. I went to um, university. Did I got you? A degree in law. Surprising what? too many people. Wow! So you have, have a degree in law, but you keep that quiet. Yeah, I came. I came back after that. So I did three years in Liverpool, one year in Manchester. Yeah. Of which I did more boxing than studying, but I got the degree and I passed. So if I can do it, anyone can. Um, You've got a degree in law. I did two weeks work experience, decided it wasn't for me and joined the family business, the taxi driving. Really? Yeah. And you you worked as a lawyer? You didn't work as a lawyer? Mm, Two weeks? Not really, two weeks. Two weeks there. So how on earth did you pass your degree Uh, if clever? (laughs) you didn't like it? No, I mean, surely it's difficult to do if you don't like, I mean, mean, it's not exactly like an easy subject. I would like, I liked learning about it and... It was doing the work behind it, but I couldn't see myself sitting in an office hours on end behind the desk. And I think I have—I don't have a problem with authority, but I don't do well with people telling me what to do, which basically means I have a problem with authority. But I always want to do my own thing and not be told by anyone else what I have to do, when I have to do it, how I have to do it. So. And where did you go to study? Manchester for Liverpool. a year? Liverpool. I did three years oh, in Liverpool yeah. and then one year in Manchester. Are you a supporter of Liverpool football club? I hate club? football. You hate football? Like my son, well, he doesn't it. hate it, but I hate it. Do you and, really and hate it? My, my... Rugby? Do you like rugby? I used to play rugby. I like okay. rugby. Yeah. So you really hate football? Don't like football. Wow. World Cup and UEFA. I don't know what it's called. All the championships. I'd stay without friends. when my friends would go watch it. Yeah. And I'd have to find other friends. And I never, I never liked it. Never liked playing it. So stuck to other sports. So boxing really is your passion. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing. When, yeah. when did you start with the boxing? When I was six. Wow. When I was six years old. So like I said before, most um, family dinners, Christmas parties, it was the talk of the table. And what? apart from that, my Why, because everybody was, liked boxing or what? My father and my uncle uh. were both boxers. So it was a talk of the table and then you'd get slapped across the head and put your hands up and this is how you should put your feet. So from a very young age, I was introduced to the sport. And then when I was about um, 12, I, I got into it properly. Ah, really? So I've, like proper training? Like proper training, four or five times a week, yeah. Wow, yeah. at that age? Okay. It's a very demanding sport. So you were good from like a young age or...? I like to say so. Okay. I like to say... So I no, think because... Yeah. Go on, go on. No, no, no. With, with boxing, I think you either... Ha- it's a sport where you can work very hard to be good at. But then again, you either have it or you don't. So... I'd like to say without sounding big-headed that I do have it. So Okay, and somebody saw that maybe when you my were uncle, young? My uncle saw, um, like, I don't know, a light in the tunnel and said, take him the next an extra mile and 
used to push me to train Saturday morning, Sunday evening. And where, this, where would you that. train? Where would you go? Because you didn't well, have the boxing club in those days. No, 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 no. That's a story in itself. So I used to train in the old St. Joseph's school. Okay. Which was then, well, it was a cemetery as well, no? Um, which was where? Up in Lathbridge? No, not where no, it is that's now. That's by um, Plata Vila. Ah, yes. Up by St. Joseph's. Yes, there is a, there is a so cemetery there. I had to get the bus from school or yeah. my mum would take me, jump over a wall sort of slide down all the barro and stuff and then we'd train in a, a probably a room this size with a hole in the ceiling because that was the old school it was falling to bits so I trained there for a couple of years because there was no other club available yeah and with my uncle in his house and then we moved to St. Joseph's Club okay which is, is that like, still going it's got a, no, that's, no. It's, it was never a gym it was like a, a bar with a little area at the back where we used to train because I went nowhere else. So the first five or six bouts, I was training to compete in these places. My goodness. No. And no health, no health and safety. No, obviously not. Um, <laughs> punching bags? What kind no of equipment? No punching bags. What equipment did you have? Uh, no skipping ropes. We just do sparring. So a mock fight. So. And your uncle taught you? He was your yeah, coach? My uncle taught me. So everything. he knew a bit about it? Yeah. And He's watching. been boxing from a young age as well. So. Okay. And what, I suppose, watching YouTube or watching, yeah. I don't know, in those days? I don't know. Did you have For myself? Watch? Yeah. One of the more you watch something, you try out different things and then they work or they don't. But yeah, I used to watch a lot of, of my favourite fighters at the time and stuff. And who are your favourite fighters? Um, I've always liked James Tony, which I don't think you know who he no is. No idea. No, I know Muhammad Ali. I've got I've written down his quotes and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Tony, because um, of the style, but we're very similar. Oh, I you have a style. Hands down. Coaching down. has a, um, boxing has a style. It's got many. Oh. It's got many. I don't know anything about boxing. Many. Really. What are you sure? Because how, you came to my class. Oh, no, I know how anyway. to punch. You do it with your left yeah, hand yeah, first. I always thought it. that was like a bit odd. That's like true. Like left true. foot first, left hand first. Yeah. But yeah, different styles, and, different fighters. Okay. So you think that you found at that young age something that you really liked. I mean, yeah, definitely. That, that you felt this was your thing. Yeah. And did you, eat, I suppose you dreamt like watching, I don't know. <laughs> I've always been very realistic. Okay. So um, with boxing, same as other other sports, it's very difficult to make it to the top and make a very honest living doing the sport. And obviously it's got the head injuries and stuff, so it's a very short mm. career. So I've always thought, look, I'll compete until I can, but I would never say, oh, quit school, focus on my dream and make it to the top because truth is that it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Loads of people dedicate their time and they actually do it, but I wasn't risk willing to risk not having a family and all yeah. this just for the sport, for to be honest. So I'll tell you. Uh, okay. Like I wasn't that... going to risk having my girlfriend and stuff and moving over to... So that I was going to talk about your girlfriend, but just to finish... One of my wife. Your wife My now. wife, my wife, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, you, so, so you did get to quite a like important level. Yeah, I've when... got 28, 28 amateur fights. Uh, three of them lost so 25 to 3 is that how you count it when you're a boxer yeah 25 to 3 you count the okay. wins and you count the losses the losses and um and who was maybe the most important person that you fought well I've sparred Dillian White I know I, yeah, I remember that, that. that, that but that wasn't recently. an official fight it would have knocked my head off but um really yeah that goes Do down feel, for the books I mean you're quite a powerful guy do you yeah. feel the power of somebody it's, else something like I've never felt in my entire life 130 what is it, like, kilos like, of oh my god, like a car crashing into you with every punch. And how they do don't you hurt know? because of the adrenaline, but you feel that there's a very big force on the other side of the leather glove. Doesn't it? That obviously doesn't scare you. 
I'm used to it. It's not that it doesn't mm. scare me. Every fright scares me, but mm. you just get used to it yeah. is what it is. So The injuries are pretty... I mean, you see the fights on yeah. telly. Yeah. The injuries are pretty horrific, some of them. Yeah, cut, mainly cuts and broken noses. And but, no teeth. And no teeth, yeah, yeah. No teeth. teeth knocked out and all yeah, that. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often because there's a referee which is very on top and it prevents having a lot of injuries. But yeah, there mm. are And you don't, do you wear head protection? I haven't in I'm, my entire life, but I'm starting now because I'm doing a lot of sparring. So I have started wearing it now. Is there a legal requirement? There used to be a requirement that you had to compete with um, with a head guard if you were an amateur, mm -hmm. but then science proved otherwise, so they took it off. For me, it was better because I was never used to it and every punch I'd get, I'd have to rearrange my head and stuff. So Oof. it was very uncomfortable. That sounds terrible. Yeah. So then in the middle of all this, you meet Sami. Mm, yeah, when I was... 15. 15? How 15. old are you now? 27. Wow, yeah. really? 27? I thought you were younger. I was 15. 15, mm -hmm. con que you're the love of your life. No? Yep. Can't say otherwise here. But Ay, que mono. I like that. I like that. I think she's great. I think she's yes. good. You're good together yeah. and you have Pio Valentina. Me aguanta, me aguanta. Te aguanta. Me aguanta. See, you, you have to know how to handle you, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. Um, but I think genuinely. Your heart is in the right place. I think so too. Yeah. I I noticed that when I started, and I told your dad. I don't really know your dad, but I stopped mm. him in the street one day, and I said, "I'm really enjoying this boxing, and your son has something really special, and you do." Hi, it's Hexal Garda from Fitness TMB. We work with men and women over forty to get fit, lose fat, get energized, and develop a powerful mindset. You can accomplish this by implementing significant changes in your habits and routines, such as optimizing nutrition and mastering your sleep. I have created for the over 40s the RRE method, recondition, recharge and energize. It's a 13-week program that will enable you to find gratification in your fitness journey, as well as positively shifting your mindset and well-being. You can get in touch at heck at fitnesstmb.com or visit fitnesstmb.com. Like, for example, now the business is, yeah. is blooming. I yeah, mean, it's, it's doing incredibly well. well. Yeah. You started just with, with a few... I started a year ago yeah. <laughs> because of COVID. Ah, well, tell me about so that. So I was, like I said, I did two weeks of law, decided it wasn't for me and um, joined the family business for the, the taxi. Okay. Which I really, really liked. Well, I so mean, more lacage, speaking something different every day. Did you have to learn about the history of Gibraltar? I've always... <laughs> well, I had to learn about the history of Gibraltar Because you have to do a, a test, not to be a taxi yeah, yeah, driver. Yeah, you have to do a test. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like I said, I've been going in the taxi with my dad, my uncle, my granddad, everyone. So, you know the bits and bobs that you need to explain on the tour. So, I was doing that for two, two and a half years. And then COVID hit. Mm. And from nighttime to the morning, not no work, no no tourism in Gibraltar. Nothing, which no, means no one anywhere. Zero. So what did you do? So I left it for a month, thinking that this was going to take a month or two. They go, no, bueno, they go, pero me, ahora me busco algo, empiezo a trabajar taxi otra vez. Ya one month turned into two, two months turned into three, and Sammy was telling me, well, why don't you try the boxing? It's something that you like. There's not really anyone in Gibraltar who knows how to box that teaches one-to-one -one for boxing. And you were boxing anyway, like a hobby for fun? Boxing has always been my hobby. Always. Okay. And so you were doing it anyway? I was doing it anyway, yeah. And then I, well, I'll take a long shot. I'll put it on my Instagram. So anyone want to learn one-to-one, -one, zero experience, or just 
as a method of training and it's down at the my Wellington boxing club. But how did you start that? What was there before? That's always been a boxing club. Ah, for that's the past 11, been a bo- 13 years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's always been a boxing club. But I think boxing has evolved not only in that club, just worldwide. Okay. It's come up in all adverts. You see a boxing scene or in all films, you're a boxing scene. So I think it was just an untapped market, mm. like for kids, women, like before I did it. No, it, nobody. We're 2022. Like, this should have happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, no? For women to be able to box. There's always been a very negative stigma attached. I think it. a lot of gyms do boxing. When I did the Fat to Fit where I lost the, all the yeah. weights, I started just boxing yeah, yeah, yeah. with my trainer. And we just did, you know, with the, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, the with pads. The, with the pads. And we did that for about two months. Yeah. No, it's um, it's it's something that anyone can, can teach. Like, for weight loss, it's a very good form of cardio. But there's a difference between a fitness way to train boxing or the actual boxing way to train boxing. The way you align your feet, like fitness, people who do it for fitness don't look at the way you're standing or the way you throw your hands and stuff. So Yeah, so you do that. Yeah, yeah, you do that. I mean, yeah, you yeah. Did it with no, me. I, I teach boxing the way that I've been taught boxing. And the club now is what? What, what have you got going on right now? <sighs> so it started like what? One-to-ones with people it who wanted to one-to-ones, learn? It started with one-to-ones, which, yeah. has, like I said before, had never been done in Gibraltar. Well, it has been done, but not to this to this level. Still, yeah. And one thing led to the other. I advertised women. Immediately, I got a massive response. Yourself and everyone else involved. And I did kids, which I can say is the most satisfying part of my is job. Is it? I see some videos yeah, that, yeah, that Davinia yeah. puts sometimes. What are they like? They must be very well, funny. Well, at the no? beginning, it's a, it's a mess. I was thinking, what have I got myself into? I thought you would have said that with a bunch of girls that you had. Well, no, that was worse, I think. Because, I think the girl, because when women, I, you know, when I arrived oh, and they were all like kids, in their twenties, yeah. all all with the gear. Yeah, they all come the gear, the, no idea. They come with the gear, yeah, the gear and I no came idea. in my old old decathlon ready baggy, for a sweat, ready yeah, for a sweat, yeah. and um, listening to everything you were saying. Yeah. And saying, "Mira la rouge, la rouge lo hace bien." Yeah, mira, nadie me hacía caso. Nadie te hacía caso. Yo te hacía caso. Sí. Y tú decías, "My best pupil, la rouge." Hay que ver, hay que ver. Sí, no, no me hacía caso. They used to get really annoyed. But yeah, they'd go with all the gear, the makeup, the hair, yeah. the everything to look everything, good. Everything, yeah. And then it was a real killer workout. It was. Acababan was. La pobre. Well, it still is, yeah. It still is. Yeah. But yet, they're all really nice. They're all really friendly yeah. with me. I've made quite I, a lot I of think friends. And the, the reason why it works is because, first of all, I'm myself there. I don't try and act professional or... Like, but I just, you are professional in your own see, way. See, but like, oh, don't laugh here, don't make jokes here. I need to make a joke, I make a joke. Mm. I need to shout at someone, I shout at someone. So... I think the fact that I'm, I try to be myself, makes everyone be themselves too. Yeah, so everyone's very relaxed. Uh, you motivate them. Yeah. You, you I like are, to think so. You're mm-hmm. a motivational person. The way yeah. you command authority, actually, mm-hmm. and they do listen to you. Yeah. And well, how? What about the What about the little ones? One of the kids. I was gonna say. Um, so I started off, and it was a bit of a nightmare because I had twenty odd kids at the same time, ages four plus, and the first couple of weeks, obviously, you need to enforce a bit of law. And yeah, when they're putting a certain case, it becomes fun. Everyone knows what they're doing. They listen. They do as they're told. And it's very rewarding. And they love it. They do love it. They do. I started working in schools as well, thanks to Monique Grumbo from the MBS project, Mind, Body, Soul. Okay. So, so again, the schools. first time. Yeah, I went to St. Paul's. I did six weeks there. Yeah. And again, it's the first time that boxing has been taught in a school, let alone to kids. 
So I'm quite happy I could do that as well. And now you've got something else going on, which is called The Shift. The shift this is a new, yeah. a new... With my friend Stefan Alman. That's right. So, so it's basically, again, something that's never been brought to Gibraltar. Um, he's a personal trainer. So okay. he does strength and conditioning, weighted circuits and stuff like that. And I do what I do, which is the boxing side. So we get a group, we split them up. So if you come to join, you do half an hour of strength and conditioning, weighted circuit, and then you do half an hour of boxing. So you get the best of both worlds. A lot of cardio and some strength and conditioning. And it's full out, sold out. It's no, you told sold me. sold out, yeah. I'm really glad. Really good response first time round. That's good. Yeah. Well, how long is the program? It's an eight-week program. So he gives you a diet. I'm not allowed oh, to okay. give diets because I give the wrong advice. <laughs> yes, uh, let's eat pizza. Yeah, huh. a way of... Care, let's a way eat pizza of, on a, exactly, on a on night Wednesday. out. Let's go out on yeah. a Wednesday. Yeah, I'll buy a load of pizza. Exactly. Like, we can't eat pizza. No, my, my form of protein could be KFC. Because it's chicken, okay, but obviously it's deep fried. It. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's an eight-week program, four weeks on, starting today. Today was our first day, and we get a week of Easter off, and then another four weeks, an eight-week Good. program. Yeah. Tell me something, Chris. If you could choose who you boxed in the world, who would you box? Anybody? Probably the. What, like, who would you like to, to be beaten up? No, you mean because well, but that—that's what happens. See, well, no, no, they I would beat you up. Yeah, they probably would. Um, <laughs> Has anyone ever beaten you up like that? I have to say no. Oh. I have to say no for my reputation. Yes, okay. Um, I don't know, probably Mike Tyson, but the fight wouldn't go on for very long. No. But yeah. Is he still boxing, Mike Tyson? I thought he, he was. He's just more... done an exhibition and he's like 50 odd years old. Yeah, that's yeah, old. That's... that's my age. That's really old. I haven't said he's old. I haven't <laughs> said he's old. But just done an exhibition. But yeah, Mike Tyson, I'm a heavyweight. Is he, is he, like, been, your, so... is he like your hero a little bit? Or not? Do you look up to No, him? porque está loco, no. tío. Sí, he is a bit. Pero if I had to choose a boxing. Guy that I would Legend. admire, probably, I don't know, like, I like to say Muhammad Ali, like a poet. What does Rhymes it float? Like stuff. a butterfly sting, sting like, like a bee. Sting like a bee, yeah, that's the one. So tell me something. Um, let's talk about your mum, because yeah. uh, that was a very difficult period in your life. It was, yeah. And I think the boxing has helped you. It has. Uh, a lot of people do boxing, I know to get the stress out because mm -hmm. literally you're punching a bag so yeah. you can imagine the face it helps, it helps. Of, 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 the, of the anger. I mean, yeah. in my case, it was the face of somebody. Of someone else, <laughs> yeah, well, it helps, it helps. And, and um, yeah, and you just punch the hell out of it yeah. and that really does make you feel better. And if you can scream yeah. while At you're doing time, it, it's even better. It's even better. Yeah. So tell me about your mum. Your mum... I think I've dealt with it or I'm dealing with it quite well, but like still, it doesn't seem real. My yeah. mum was only 45 when she passed away. Uh, from pancreatic cancer and she's always been the pillar of not only the household or the whole family so I was always a mummy's boy yeah yeah I choose my mom over my dad any day <laughs> sorry dad if you're listening but um so oh. it was it was difficult accepting it because my mom yeah. would wash my mom would clean my mom would cook my yeah. mom would work I would get home take off my clothes put them on the floor she'd pick them up put them away spoiled in that sense but um it one of those life, things. Yeah, life. one of life took her away too soon and yeah. it could happen to any of us. Unfortunately, it's a sad reality. So so how, how do you how do you deal with your everyday? I, I think my, my dad always... What's your attitude to life? Yeah, my dad always says that I'm too, too intense with things. But the way I think about everything in general is that it is what it is literally down to a T. So she's passed away. There's nothing we can do. She's not going to come back to life. Yeah. Just learn how to live with it. And that's it. Accept it. No? So, un poquito seco, pero... No, but it is. It's that. It's accepted. It's the way it is. It carries on. 
yeah. la tiene ahí detrás. Yeah, yeah, no. And... You don't stop thinking about how you cry every now and then, but yeah. you have to just face reality from one day to the other. So yeah. if you don't dwell and... upon the fact, I mean, it becomes easy, I suppose. And do you offer, has anyone asked you for advice because you've been through it? Are you, do you offer, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's something very hard for people to, to ask, yeah, how are you dealing with your mom? Because I'm going through the same thing. So unless like very close friends, and again, the only advice I can give is that no longer, like what everyone says, no, no longer suffering in a better place, even though it's impossible to believe because how can she be in a better place if she's missing out? On everything else, everyone family. else is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just yeah. take it as it comes and focus on what you still have left. So I've, I lost my mom, but I have my dad, my grandparents, my brother, my daughter, my nephew. Yeah. So she's your greatest achievement. My daughter, yeah. She's just like you. Yeah, she is. She's my wife. My wife. Ah. But it's the guy lavava. Total daddy's girl. Yeah, 100%. Todo lo que pide por ahora es novedad. Si? No, don't spoil her. I have to. She's a girl. <laughs> I have and to. what and what and if you have a boy you wouldn't do this you no. wouldn't treat it the same no military that's really, military. Oy, 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 that's really sexist it is it is unfortunately it is but machita no ah. bueno, eso pregunta mujer, pero no, no creo. I'll ask her when I see no her I'm a big softy you are I know yeah. I know I flowers on Valentine's yeah, yeah. Really oh my always. god I hope people are learn, listening and yeah, learning from yeah, this yeah. oh flowers on Valentine what else uh, oh que eres romántico y todo romántico no me diga I'm glad, I'm glad. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Bit mushy, but nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, two questions. One question is, if you had a, a song choice that would go with you through life, something mm -hmm. that it means something to you, um, yeah. one song, what could it be? Oof. Maybe there's more than one, no? It's a hard one. I've got yeah. one which... I listen to, I either cry, laugh, or it gets me on a high, but it has nothing to do with my life. And let me see, it's called uh, Down to the River by Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen? Down to the River Down by... Down to the River, yeah. Bruce Springsteen. I love him. Yeah. I'll have very to listen hot, to it. Very tough song. Is it? Yeah. And What's it about? This, all this musical knowledge I owe to my dad, because he, these are the songs he used to play when me and my brother were tagging along in the back of the car, so... My dad said that he wrote this song about his sister because his sister got pregnant at a very young age. Um, husband got kicked out of employment. It's just, it's a really good song. Okay, I have to listen to it. You have to listen to it. And yeah. now you have to describe me in three words. I'm aware. <laughs> Be um, kind, Chris. I will. Yeah, I know you will. Loud, talkative <laughs> and bubbly. Very good. That's good, that's good. On well, the spot, that... eh? On the spot. On the spot. Thank you very much for Thank coming. Thank you. I My know pleasure. you're a really busy guy, but I, it meant a lot to me Likewise. to have you on. So very good. Enjoyed. That's it. That's the end. Bye. You've been listening to season one of On the Sofa with Rouge, where I've chatted to many different extraordinary, ordinary people. Season two is already in the making and is called Women Rising. I'll be talking exclusively to women, extraordinary women, inspirational women, about their lives and their loves, their struggles and their successes, and their emotional journeys. Don't miss it, coming to you soon on your favourite listening platform. Thanks always to my producer, Charlie Hurst. You can catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And also a big thanks to Beatrice Garcia for designing and painting the podcast icon. You can catch her at beatricegarcia.com.